Hi, welcome to Andis Writing, a tipsy writing podcast for one of our mini episodes. Every other Friday, you can also join us at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Twitch for a live stream. To see the upcoming schedule, check our website at anditswriting.com. I'm Amy Avery, writer of adult fantasy. I also self-publish under the pen name Avery Ames. And I'm DC McNaughton, speculative and historical fiction writer. So grab a drink, pop in your earbuds, and enjoy today's episode. Hi, so today we're going to talk about how... If you get a lot of ideas, how do you decide which one to actually make a book? Because <laughs> I think that's part of being a writer is you're just going to get ideas on ideas on ideas. And it's like, where, when do I go forward with said idea? And when do I like let it just die a slow little death and or get filed away for maybe later usage? Yeah, I, uh, I, um, I, I have about 20 years of books ahead of me all planned out in the exact order I'm going to write them in (laughs) because, but you know, before those books got put into my to be written pile in the order that they are in now, I also had a bunch of ideas that I just threw out because I was like, you know what, that's fine. I I actually Mm -hmm. write um, the the throwaway ideas um, into this little document for short stories. Yep. Just so I have it, like just in case I ever decide, hey, I'm going to sit down and write a short story. That was an okay idea, but not okay enough for 100,000 words. The ones that I end up going with are, this is so fucking stupid, (laughs) and I know you're going to say the same thing, but they are the ones that make me feel things Mm -hmm. when I listen to music. I'm listening to music and I'm like, that story i have an idea oh my god i'm obsessed i'm obsessed i can't stop thinking about it like when i get obsessed for like multiple days after having a thought that means it's time yeah you know that's my sign is when i decide i want to make a playlist like you're talking about the music it's It's the music i've joked about that i was because we've talked about this before where i'll be like i'm noodling on this idea or whatever and then i'll just come back and be like i have made the playlist and it's like well that's a book now (laughs) (laughs) it's your baby now gotta take care of it and like i think i have like five playlists of books that i have not touched yet Mm -hmm. and i'm super excited to get to them but it keeps me writing it keeps me really excited Mm -hmm. but how to make the decision aside from a playlist I think there's a lot of little details. Mm-hmm. So the way that like I decide out of all the books that I have, the one that I'm going to work on now, God, you know, it's different for every person because for me, I wrote my heart book first. Uh, I think everybody kind of does, you know, they, they, yeah. they write it, they start yeeting it out into the world. It gets rejected. It never makes an agent. You put it away. You try again. And when I tried again, I was like, I'm going to write something that's going to sell now that has that standalone and that has 85,000 words. That was like my goal. So I chose the idea that like I knew would be small enough to get a chance. And I, I the thing that I did with that one that really put me into the ground was that I made it. It was a character that was a cat and it was an adult book. And th- it was kind of like a grim fairy tale sort of vibe didn't make it i sent that one out to like 80 agents all rejected okay well i work on the next book then what the fuck am i gonna do to like make sure that that doesn't happen that i'm writing a third book and this one also doesn't get an agent honestly 
I was just like, fuck it. I don't care if it gets an agent. I really want to write this book. I really like this character and I'm super attached to him. Um, I ended up going with a first person. My goal was like, okay, if I go first person, whoever reads this will really be able to get into this character's head and really just be able to settle with one character because all of my other books previously were multiple point of view. So I was like, I'm going to stick with one point of view. That seemed to work for me. <laughs> However, it went to the submission trenches and it is out with one more editor and then it's done. Like we don't, we're not going to send it out again. So like I met back in a situation where I've gotten a lot of rejections and I'm like, okay. So when I, um, my agent told me work on your heart book next. So guess what I did? I went back to my first book that I didn't get any agent hooks on and I was writing it and I was like, I love the shit out of this book but I need to make a business decision because I don't think this is the one, like, I don't think this is the next one. And like, for me, um, choosing the next book has been looking at my list and deciding what the best business decision is like with, while sticking to my guns on what I want to write. Yeah. Fortunately, I have like 10 ideas. I went with the one that my agent said, there's not a lot of books about two men who grow up together mm -hmm. as like friends and acquaintances and people are really mm -hmm. hot for that shit right now and also i noticed there wasn't a lot of uh, historical fiction being submitted and i was like you know what i'm gonna do that because i loved reading outlander <laughs> and it was so much fun and i love this idea and so now i'm working on a historical fiction and, and it's standalone and i i also had to think to myself okay if if a publisher buys this and wants to option the one that i did just submit um, and, and got all the rejections for it, they can because they're similar enough that they could uh -huh. use that to basically buff me up as an author. And and my agent agreed. Like, they're both yeah. similar enough in tone that I could get an audience with those being the base of my two, my debuts. And the next one I'm going to write is going to be the heart book because that is going to take yeah. me some time to write and I will have a lot of time to think about it and work on it until then. So like sometimes for me, it's been time management, business decisions. Yeah. Cause I really want to make a lot of money on books. Like I think that you and I are different where like, you're like, you're very simple. Like, like you're like, I would love to like have a nice job and be able to quit my job and like, right. And I'm just like, I want to make a fortune and make everybody see all my stuff. And I want movies and God damn it. I want it all. Like, and I'm, you know, and it's not that like, I've got a big head. I just have a lot of dreams mm -hmm. and I really, you know, that being a kid from a very underprivileged family who never had anything and being able to see every goal that I've made just sort of be achieved. I really like it. I like the stepladder of it. it makes me excited. So that's what I'm looking at. Yeah, that's my story. But that's not how everybody's going to do it. That's not how everyone's going to choose. No, I, but I do think that is a really valid way of doing it. And I think sometimes people hear that and they think that you're like trying to write to market. No. And there's a difference between going, oh, whatever unicorns are hot right now i'm gonna write a book about unicorns versus saying you know i have like six ideas kind of in the bucket and one of them is a unicorn idea and <laughs> so there is a difference between picking like between the things that you really do care about and strategizing which one to do next right. versus trying to come up with ideas based on what you think yeah and hear me out, people. All of my ideas that I have laid out, I they're all my hard ideas, mm -hmm. and none of them are as marketable as they could be because I am me. I write queer fiction. I write mental illness fiction. I write about abuse. I write about, you know, like, people don't 
want to buy it. Like, <laughs> nothing I'm writing is like, it's not that book. It's not the hot shit book that, you know, it's, 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 it caters to a very niche community. And I know that when I find my fans mm-hmm. at last, they will love the shit out of me for it. You've said it yourself, you know, like they will love me, but yeah, God, no, none of my shit is actually marketable. <laughs> Hell no. Like I'm writing what I want to write. <laughs> it's like just, which is the most smart decision of these very unsmart decisions that I have here. And I guess I am lucky that what I write is a little more marketable because that's just what I like to write. Yeah. But yours is the one that's going to be winning you awards. Um, so we'll see. <laughs> there's two sides. But anyways, uh, kind of circling back to the topic, one of the things I was going to say was you had mentioned, I'm going way back in the conversation here, dropping ideas into like a short stories folder. Because I think part of deciding which ideas to pursue when they first like first crop up in your brain and you're like, what if X, what if X plus Y, the first thing to decide is, is it a book? Like, because this sounds (laughs) stupid, but sometimes it is like, this is not a book. This is a short story. This is a novella. This is a flash fiction. This is just a fun little thing I can daydream about. Oh, and this one's straight up porn. (laughs) Some of it's porn without plot. So the first thing I do is I'm like, okay, I get an idea and I drop it in my little ideas document. And then, like you said, if it kind of, if I kind of keep noodling on it and my brain won't stop picking at it, then I have to decide, is this, is there enough meat here for a book? Do I need to add meat to make it a book? And can I? Because sometimes I get an idea and I'm like, this is a big enough idea for a book. And sometimes I'm just like, you know, with, with The Longest Autumn, it was like, what if Autumn didn't int? Like, what would happen? Then it just kind of like spiraled out from there. But it took a little while for it to become like a full idea of a story. I say a little while, but when I get hyper-focused, it actually goes pretty quick. But it took some work. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I had to think about it. <laughs> I'm constantly amazed at how fast, like, you'll just be slod- like slodging through shit. And then all of a sudden you're like, I'm done with the book, like three days later. And I'm like, oh, Jesus, that happens super fast. <laughs> I, I hyper focus real hard sometimes. But yeah, that th- I think that's like something to decide is like, if you have an idea for a story to consider what type of story it is. Because sometimes I'll start writing something thinking it's a short story. And I'm like, no, this is a book. And sometimes I start writing something that I think is a book. And I'm like, there's just not enough here. Monster book. Monster book is probably overwritten at 68,000 words. I'm like, this is probably a novella. But I didn't know that until I wrote it. (laughs) And I still think you should fucking finish it and send it over to Neon Hemlock. I still feel that way. Yeah, but if I finish it, then I have to like... I need to take the time to sit down and make it a novella because as it is right now, it is too long for their novella. Yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll figure it out someday, but yeah. But anyways, that was my whole point was like, decide if it's actually a full book or not before you (laughs) get too deep into it. If you can, sometimes you can't, sometimes it's a pantsing thing. You're like, I just got to get into this. I, I, the, the muse has gripped me and I must, like zero draft the shit out of this and then figure it out. And sometimes that's the way it's just got to be. Yeah. And, you know, if all else fails and you've tried these things and like you're you're still just like, I don't know, like I f- you get up in your head about it and you think all your ideas are bad. Just give like five log lines to your friends and be like, which one? Yeah. Like, which one should I start? And then you just start it. And if things ain't going well, that's not the one you should have started. <laughs> 
just put trash it and pick up another one. Like tell uh pick your second favorite friends because uh, the first one was I I couldn't do it. So you know and and sometimes uh and you know I I feel like there's an episode on this. God, we have so many episodes now. Oh. It's so cool. But the, like sometimes you'll get like halfway through a draft and you'll just be like oh god this isn't it mm-hmm. like i just spent a whole year working on uh, this that's what happened to me like i spent like three quarters of a year working on this book that i just decided it wasn't time for mm-hmm. and i had to like tell my agent like oh my god i felt so dumb but she was super supportive you gotta go with your gut like because if you're not then you're not gonna want to write it yeah <laughs> yeah and I do think there's a little bit to be said for getting to the middle and really having the self-reflection to know whether, no, this this isn't the book right now, or the middle's getting hard and I don't want to do it. Because for me, that's always the part of the book where I slog. Yeah. And even books I love, there's a part where I come to the, and I'm like, maybe I don't want to do this book. Maybe, ooh, there's a shiny new idea. I should just do that instead. And th- there's some self-reflection of going, okay, is this just me going, I don't want to do the hard part? Or is this really the book that's not the book right now? And that's going to be deeply personal for each person. There's just, there's not mm-hmm. an answer for that, except to just maybe stop and think about it and really analyze it. Yep. Yep. Because it could be either. <laughs> yep. Go with your gut, and then if a week or a year later your gut says maybe this isn't so good, just switch it. That's fine. The thing is is about writers is we are obsessive in nature. That's why we do what we do. And if you're not obsessing over it, then you're not going to get it done. Do something you're going to be obsessive with. Like, Yeah. And if you trunk it, it does not always have to be permanent. It can be, like you said, with your heart book being like, you know what? I'm going to write something else, and then I will come back to this one. I literally like the biggest reason I did that was because I'm like I said I'm taking too much time on this and I love every second of it Mm. I need to think about my career and now that book I just work on it when it's my free time yeah because it's just making me happier to just work on it when I feel like and not really worry about deadlines since I don't I no longer work on that book uh, during my work hours I work on it oh otherwise so it's your happy place it's my happy place yes so I don't know, do you have any other thoughts on this but that's pretty much it all right all right bye. bye guys thank you so much for joining us every other friday you can also join us at 7 30 p.m eastern on twitch for a live stream to see the upcoming schedule check out our website at anditswriting.com and a reminder that if you heard anything in the episode that interested you please check out the show notes for links and information 